Hi everyone, this is Adina from Immigrant Finance. I wanted to do an episode to condemn the terrible racist and violent attacks that have been happening to many, many people over the years, throughout human history. But lately, what we've been seeing, in particular in the past year, uh, is the escalating violence against the Asian American Pacific Islander community, um, particularly with the violent attack that happened in Georgia this week. There's also been very violent and hateful attacks against many marginalized groups, again, throughout human history. And also recently, um, we saw the whole movement that arised from the violent murder of George Floyd last summer and the many killings that have happened of Black people, of Indigenous people, of other people of color. And I just want to have a little moment to reflect on how scarcity mindset is playing into all of this and tie it into what we talk about on on this show with with scarcity mindset and, and the connection there. Um, because I heard a really powerful point being made about scarcity mindset that I will tell you about and how it plays out in racism. And I wanted to communicate that all to you and share what I had learned. So first of all, we stand in solidarity with the Asian American Pacific Islander community during this very difficult time. Um, We're sending our support to you and we are really hurting and feeling for all of our, all of the people that are very close to us that are part of this community, um, all the members of this community who are part of that community, and can only imagine the anger that you're feeling um, that is very validated. And these these escalating violent attacks that have been happening, in particular um, during the pandemic, as, as a result of the racist language that former President Trump said um, about the virus and its connection to China, which has led to many of these attacks. Um, These attacks are many, are one of the many manifestations of the dominating white supremacist culture and structural and systemic systems of, of racism in this country. We've also seen recently and throughout history, um, how these violent attacks against marginalized groups have played out at various levels in society from hate crimes like this of what happened in Georgia and that's been happening throughout the United States to in our laws and policies to in our institutions. Throughout these pillars of white supremacy, um, we have seen examples of such violence and racism from the indigenous genocide and and forced labor and enslavement that this country was founded upon through colonization to the anti-blackness that plays out every day in this country's systems, laws, and policies and actions of individuals such as the police to family separation that has also happened throughout history from breaking apart black families and selling off people as slaves to breaking apart indigenous families and sending children to boarding school to erase their culture 
to caging immigrant children at the border, as we've seen in recent years, and under the Trump administration, forcibly separating families to what has been happening throughout our, the system, throughout the history of the immigration system, through forced deportations that causes separation of families through violence, to the anti-immigrant hate and the fear of foreigners and the desire in this country to detain, exclude, and expel immigrants. This violence and hate is the face of racism. And I wanted to take a moment to recognize some of these with everything going on and lift up something I learned about some fundamental causes of this racism through an allyship training I went to recently this week led by the very impressive advocate and leader Whitney Parnell of Service Never Sleeps. She talked about in this training how scarcity mindset, the idea of not ha- of scarce resources and not having enough is the source of racism. The fear of not having enough money, power, and food to go around, um, that is what scarcity mindset is. And she articulated how that has been the origin of racism. Um, It's this belief that life is a zero-sum game, that the more others have, that the less uh, you can have. It's the belief that, um, you know, I don't want less, so you have to have less. So having to take away rights and opportunities and equality from others for selfish reasons um, so that an individual doesn't have to lose anything. This is scarcity mindsets. It's believing fundamentally there's not enough and to have enough, you must hurt others. Does this sound familiar? Because... um, This concept of scarcity mindset, we actually talk about all the time in in this show, um, in the immigrant finance community, in terms of money mindset and finances, because it's actually the same thing that also plays out and blocks us from thriving and building wealth. It's believing that, again, there are not enough resources for us, that we don't have enough it is this mindset, the scarcity mindset is something that we have struggled with a lot. We continue to struggle with. And many of you I know struggle with because I talk to a lot of you. And there, I can't I can't say how many times a week I speak to people who are very brilliant and know exactly what they need to be doing with their finances. Um, and have spent time educating themselves about things like investing and increasing income and budgeting and all of these things, but are not able to move forward because of those money mindset blocks that play out for all of us that, first of all, are not our fault. They're not, if you're listening, it's not your fault if you have those. They are a result of deep conditioning in this society and culture um, that this country is founded upon through racism. And I wanted to make that clear because I hadn't previously had the opportunity to think about how scarcity mindset when it comes to money is connected to racism. And it was a very powerful thing for me to hear because personally, I find that even 
more motivating to be fighting um, scarcity mindset in ourselves um, if we know that it is also contributing to racism. Because sometimes you can be aware that you have scarcity mindset and the fear of not having enough that's holding you back from financial goals, from being in a place where you can shift to building wealth, um, but not have the motivation to do anything about it, you know? Um, But if you start to see also that it's having a consequence of contributing to racism or it comes from the same source, that may be the, the motivation that you need to really say goodbye to that scarcity mindset or at least actively work on it. And just like being anti-racist and being the best ally you can to fight racism, it's something that we all have to constantly work on. It's not a one and done deal. It's not like, okay, I'm going to work on my scarcity mindset one day and then I'll be gone. Or I'm going to work on um, dealing with any internal thoughts or habits of racism and then I'm done. It's a it's an ongoing lifetime work of self-reflection and self-improvement. And, but I, I'm hopeful that seeing how it's connected to racism will allow you all to have that motivation to fight it even more strongly and commit to it more because this mindset is deeply ingrained in our subconscious from society and it takes active work to rewrite and fight it. The, the hardest part is starting to become aware of how it's playing out in your thinking when it comes to money, when it comes to how you see the world, when it comes to how you see yourself and your own self-worth. Um, and then rewriting it is the next step, right? And, and doing that on a constant basis and becoming more aware of how it's playing out. And it's important not only for your finances, but for becoming truly anti-racist we can't allow this, this hateful, um, evil seed of scarcity mindset to play out in any part of our lives. And so, you know, as I'm saying, part of this work of fighting racism and standing up for people who are being attacked and fighting those policies that are inherently racist is looking inward at the individual level. There's different layers to it. There's the individual to societal level, systemic, um, what's going on in your family and your workplace, all of that. But we can start at the individual level and look inward. What thoughts and habits do we need to let go of that are complicit in contributing to racism or are complicit in being passive when it comes to racism. And so this idea that we don't have enough, um, that we have to grasp and hold on tight, right. To hold up to, to try to remain control of our, of our finances and be fearful of not having enough and constantly worrying about losing it. That is something we all have to let go of. It's causes, you know, a lot of anxiety. Um, and it's not productive. It doesn't help you with making more money. It doesn't help you with building wealth. There's a very different mindset that needs to come into play with in that place, which is the mindset of abundance that we talk about all the time. 
And this is the the natural state of the world and humanity is abundance. Um, I always give the example of a natural forest, you know, untouched by humans. You see it, you'll see it like growing lusciously with with flowers and trees everywhere and um, incredible amounts of growth. That is the natural state that we're all meant to be in. And that gets cut off by that scarcity mindset. This, this belief that there's not enough for everyone. It's a myth. This scarcity mindset closes off our mind. It makes us retreat inside ourselves and it isolates us from others. And I know that's what we were going through when we were in the deepest depths of scarcity mindset, when we were most struggling with finances, when Mao had first immigrated to the country and, and we actually really didn't have enough and it was real. I mean, some you know, at some point, scarcity mindset is a real thing if you really don't have enough, but it's a matter of changing that belief, even if that's in your situation and, and believing that there's more for you so that you can get out of that place and you can work and climb yourself out of it because there is opportunity everywhere. And that scarcity mindset closes you off from seeing it. But just like that forest abundantly growing, there's money actually everywhere and it's constantly being generated. The economy is is constantly growing more and more with time. And the scarcity mindset prevents us from tapping into that energy and accessing it. And I'm just thinking of an example of someone I spoke to the other day where She um, has gone through some really difficult times and has a lot of challenges that that are no fault of her own that she has to work through. Um, And she's been having trouble seeing, you know, what is available to her and what opportunities are to get out of it, which happens to all of us when we're really in it. Just like I said, we have gone through that ourselves. Um, but when we spoke, it was really apparent that she has so much potential and has all these skills and ways to already start generating income um, for herself and for her family. And we talked about ways that she can start making some money online. We talked about um, some like virtual assistant work, for example, and something she can just start doing right away. And she had so much hope once we started speaking about that and could start to see it. And I, I, and what was going on, I think is that she in that moment was, was peering out and climbing out of that scarcity mindset that society has put on us and really drilled into our subconscious. And she could see that abundance that was there for her. She could see how she could access the money that is available for her, that she deserves, that is her right. And that just was really incredible to see. And I see examples like that all the time when I speak to people. It's it's there. And it's just a matter of getting out of this mindset, I think, is the most important thing for building wealth. And so that's why money mindset is arguably the most important thing um, for building wealth. Yes, you need to be investing. Yes, you need to be making more money. Yes, you need to think about ways that you can have passive income and all of that. But if you're still in scarcity mindset, none of that's going to work. Um, I've had times personally where, because, you know, we all go in and out of scarcity mindset. I still go in and out of scarcity mindset all the time, constantly having to climb out of it and remind my brain and try to train my brain. And when I'm in that scarcity mindset, I can be doing all those things and 
there's no money moving, right? But as soon as you can get back into that belief, you know, and seeing that there is abundance, that, you know, we don't have to be stuck in this framework of thinking that there's not enough, that's when things start flowing. It's it's like magic. And I have had dozens of clients I've worked with where when they make that shift, they start to have money show up and they start to have opportunities show up. So at this point, it's not just like me talking in theory. It's I've seen with really dozens of people that when they work on this mindset stuff, the money starts flowing. It's it's real. And, and I want to bring it back to what I'm, I'm talking about earlier. I think it's an important call to action for all of us um, that I learned listening to Whitney Parnell speak about this, that that mindset is not only hurting our finances and our ability to build financial stability for our families and build generational wealth for our families, it's also contributing to racism because it's the same thinking. It really is. And if we really want to fight racism and be anti-racist, we have to cut off those thoughts in every angle of our lives. And we have to really hold on to the truth of our shared humanity, which is that all human lives deserve to thrive, to be free, to be valued equally, to believe that there is enough for everyone, um, that everyone should have equal access to that and be able to live their best lives, reach their fullest potential. And Whitney speaks about, in this training, she spoke about how that is what justice really is, right? Right. And I was just so inspired by her talk um, and wanted to share this this concept with you all and really urge you all to challenge how scarcity mindset is playing out in your life and think about whether you know you you realize it at first glance or not subconsciously, how is it influencing how you view the world? How is it influencing your relationship with money? And Think about how you can start to rewrite that because it will have an impact not just for you and your family, but for the larger society. If we had even a thousand people, you know, in the country out of the millions there are who did this work and said, I refuse to let scarcity mindset dictate my life and my thinking because it's also the source of racism. Think about how much of an impact that would have. Right. So um, just something to think about. And as for um, next steps, some call to action I wanted to share, I'm going to put in the the show notes to some ways to please support the Asian American Pacific Islander community. I have some links um, from the Asian American Advancing Justice um, organization for a sign-on letter you can sign on to some ways to offer resources to help the community and ways to donate the Asian American community in Georgia. So I hope that you're able to contribute however you can. And please think about how scarcity mindset is playing out for you. And again, it's going to happen. It happens for all of us. And there shouldn't be any shame or guilt about that because it's not your fault. It's conditioning from society. And we all have the choice to be able to change the way we're thinking and not perpetuate this historic legacy in the U.S. of believing there's not enough and having to take away things from others and put one group against another. 
to survive because there's enough for all of us out there and that is our true shared humanity.